Leave your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourself, no matter how wonderfully perverted they are. Listen to the outro if you want to know how to connect and enjoy. Hello, lovely humans. My name is Wild Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share stories about sex in an effort to shed shame and improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today is Susan. Hello, Susan. Hi. Would you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Okay, so I am 22, female identifying, bisexual, and polyamorous. Awesome. (laughs) Will you tell me a little bit about how you went from being born a baby that knew nothing about sex to 22 polyamorous and bisexual? Okay. Yeah. That's a big question. (laughs) Start with the early stuff. What do you remember about early sex ed? When did you first hear about sex? All of that. Got it. Okay. So I think I first kind of started figuring out what sex was when I was about five, Mm -hmm. but I only knew that oral was a thing. Like Really? That was my conception of what sex was. And me and my best friend would like on our poly pockets, make them like kiss each other's <laughs> private parts. And, like, like the teeny tiny ones? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, like, they were like the ones that were like finger size. Oh, okay. Um, and well, those would, are like, bigger than the poly pockets I had. They changed. Okay. Um, but, uh, and so we would do that. And that's really all I kind of had that conception of until a little bit later. When Wait, was, when you say oral... And now like, you're talking about kissing. Do you yeah. mean oral sex? Oral... I mean, I thought like sex was just like kissing private parts. Oh, and, like, be, oh you kiss the boobs, sweet. the mouth, the vagina, and then the butt. Like, and make them pop. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> that was. What... I love the idea of a five year old thinking about kissing a butt because that literally didn't. Like, I didn't even know what rim jobs <laughs> were until a couple years ago. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, that's what do we do?" <laughs> and then that was that, and then a little Wait. bit. Do you remember where that idea came from? I mean, I think it's because I have some like sexual trauma from Mm -hmm. childhood Mm -hmm. and that was similar to what was I experienced as a child. Um, So I think that's probably where that That idea came into my brain from. And then later on, uh, as I got more worldly, I figured out about like penises. (laughs) Do you remember learning about penises for the first time? No, I do not. I do remember... When I was about 10 or 11, I had this friend who lived down the street from me and we would like experiment with each other. Mm -hmm. And she was a girl. And at the time I was like, I'm so straight. I remember once she told me that she was bisexual and I was just kind of like, I'm not. (laughs) Um, I'm just doing this because I'm curious. Oh my God. That was me when I was like in my (laughs) twenties. I was like, I'm not really bisexual. I just like, I'm just like trying out sex with women. Yeah. It's just, it's casual. Um, (laughs) And so we would... We did so much stupid shit. We would, we used like hot dogs with oh my God. Ziploc bags on them to try and simulate penises, I guess, like in her vaginas. We tried to use hairbrushes. Oh my God. Do you remember where you got the idea for Ziploc bags? It was because we didn't have any condoms. And we're like, that's similar, right? <laughs> um, that's very safe. Yeah. Very safe. I mean, I don't know if it is, but I mean, it's probably better than just sticking just a raw hot dog up your vagina, but... I remember once I tried to use the handle of a plunger. Oh my God. And, it, and obviously I was 11, so it hurt. Yeah. Did not, yeah. did not do that again. And I remember vividly one time we like 69 each other and she used like basically like plastic wrap, but as like a dental dam. Oh my God. Um, and went down on me and I didn't want to like on her. So I didn't actually end up really doing anything. Uh-huh. I just kind of had my face down there for a few minutes. Oh my gosh. We, and we would take like three hour long showers together. We were real like. It was weird. You were exploring. We were really exploring. Like I watched my first porn with her. How old Um, were you then? Do you remember? Probably about 10 or 11. This was all like 
over the course of six months or so. Uh-huh. I remember it was on a VHS tape. We found it underneath my mom's bed and like st- told, stole it and took it to her house. It was oh called gosh. the Fantasy Chamber. Oh my god! <laughs> and the premise was this: like these two women went to this like uh, sensory deprivation chamber mm-hmm. that was supposed to give you these really intense sexual fantasies. Uh-huh. So the entire thing was just like vignettes of different sexual fantasies. And I remember the first one was the girl; those the two women having a threesome. And then when the like second woman like goes to try it after a friend is like, this is amazing. Her first one is her having a threesome with two dudes on a motorcycle. Oh my gosh. And that was the first porn I ever watched. And we watched it almost in its entirety on mute on oh, a tiny little oh, TV in her, that makes uh, sense. in her uh, parents' house. <laughs> Do you remember your reaction to it? Like the feeling that you had watching it? I remember just being like, oh, okay. And I thought for the threesome, one of the women had really long nails. And even as a kid, I was like, that doesn't seem comfortable. <laughs> Like, that seems very, like, I don't like that. And then I, I definitely used the the threesome with the two dudes on the motorcycle, like, later on in, like, the bank. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's mm-hmm. something I would, like. I mean, and, yeah. like, cocked it away. But mostly I was just, like, I was just so curious about it. Yeah. And, like, very afraid that our parents would walk in. Because mm-hmm. I knew that we were not supposed to be doing that. Right. Uh, so it was just very, like, oh, God. I was totally um, physical. Not at all audio, but it's okay. But I was just, like, oh, that's happening. Oh, and then they're doing that. How does that work? Like, it was just like, it wasn't so much like a sexual response. It's just like a curiosity and totally. just like a, a like processing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then when you started getting a little bit older and exploring with other people, well, first of all, what happened with your friend? Like, did anything ever happen? Mm-mm. No, it's just like we friends. kind of faded away. Okay. Like, okay. Um, Nothing dramatic. No. So then when you started exploring with other people, mm-hmm. did that feel dramatically different? Were you inspired by any of your early porn viewings? Not so much. Because like the first time I really did anything sexual was with a boyfriend that I had for three and a half years. Uh, we started dating when I was 17 and pretty much like two weeks into the relationship, we were having oral sex and like mm-hmm. going down on each other and figuring it out. And I remember the very first time he went down on me, it was right after a pride event. Mm-hmm. Still did not know I was bisexual, mm-hmm. um, but we had gone to pride with our friends and we came back to my house and it was on my couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember like it hurting so much. Like afterwards, I was so sore. Really? Uh, because like I wasn't lubricated enough, I guess. Oh, like I was so sore. And like, but I was also like so loud. Really? Like I Wait, didn't. Nobody was home, were no, they? No, okay, no. okay. Uh, I didn't orgasm or anything, but like I just remember like, getting so close and like mm-hmm. almost screaming. And I was like, oh, that's a good thing to know about myself, I guess. That's great. <laughs> and had you orgasmed on your own by that point? Um, I'm not sure. Mm. I masturbated as a kid using the the, the shower head mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then the bathtub. Like those, that was yep. the only time. Oh yeah. And I always remember like laying there and like directionally like adjusting and being like, okay, okay, okay. And like, then it would get too intense and I'd have right. to like stop. Cause I like just physically like couldn't deal, deal with it. And I was yeah. like, I wonder if one day I'll like let myself see what happens if I keep going. And so like, I don't really think that I ever had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think I really had an orgasm until about six months into having penetrative sex. Hmm. Cause like we did all that oral stuff and then we almost had sex once and we're like, Oh wait, no, not, not yet. Not yet. This, is, this is awkward. We talk about this first. And so we planned it out. We're like, okay, we're going to have sex on our three month anniversary. It ended up being the day after, which was Halloween. <laughs> we're like oh cool that'd be cute we'll lose your virginity on halloween were you in costumes not at the time we okay. changed into them afterwards <laughs> it's like the opposite of all the other role plays yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so like we had sex and i remember just kind of being like oh okay 
Like that was fine, I guess. Mm. Like it didn't really do anything for me. Mm. And I think, and I just remember afterwards, we just kind of sat on my bed and we like held each other and we're like, so how was that for you? Like, how did that feel? Like, let's talk about this. That's uh, so sweet. Yeah. We were very like in love and connected. And, yeah. I mean, the fact that you were like, no, not yet. Let's wait. Let's plan it out. Yeah. What, <laughs> what gave you that idea? Uh, I mean, like when it happened, we were like, oh, okay, this, we weren't ready. Like we need to take a breath. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend of mine who was already having sex mm-hmm. with her boyfriend. And we're like, so when did you guys start having sex? And they were like, oh, in our, when we, about three months. And we're like, okay, that seems like a good number. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, and we were like, oh, the Halloween thing is cool. <laughs> so awesome. we were just like, okay, that's going to happen. Like I had a bunch of free condoms that I got at Bride. Um, Amazing. And I just remember like preparing for him to come over and like taking a shower and like mm. putting on my nicest underwear. Oh, yeah. I remember I bought a bra and underwear set from like JCPenney. Like and yep. they specifically didn't show him until it was virginity losing time. What did they look like? It was like beige. <laughs> my first bra too. Uh, I was like, this is so adult. It's a yeah. real bra. But it was like a push-up bra and then like this kind of lacy thong. And I absolutely hate thongs. Mm. But I was like, this is cute, right? Like mm. this is sexy. And I still have them sometimes, but I'm just like, I don't, I hate the feeling of like feeling like I have a wedgie the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, I like the hanky panky thongs that are like soft lace. Mm. I don't mind those ones. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So he was your first experience. Yes. Yeah. And, and did you ever get a sex talk from your parents? Yes. So like, I definitely pretended that I didn't know what sex was for a little bit too long. And then finally one day I was just like, Hey mom, what's this? And she sat me down and gave me the talk in our backyard and used like a pair of pliers to demonstrate like what the uterus and vagina looked like, which are actually a really good, like physical representation. Like she like was opening and closing. She's like, so this would be like the vagina and then like the handles are the uterus. Um, it's a scary visual, though. That's a scary visual. That's a that's a tool that's for gripping. Yeah, yeah. Looking back, like, a little bit. Didn't register at the time, but I was just like, okay, yeah. yeah pretending not sense. to know anything. Um, and she didn't go too much into it. And she made, I remember she made a comment. She's like, and once you're married, you'll be doing this. And I went, mm. Okay, so she threw in a marriage comment. She did, yeah. Mm. And I was like, but what about when I'm, like, 16? Because, of course, when you're a kid, 16 is, like, Seems a grown-up. really old, yeah. Um, and she's like, mm, maybe we'll see. Um, <laughs> like she was very like, I don't want to talk about this with you. <laughs> and I remember she found my condoms once in my drawer and uh, I came home and she's like, so how long have you been sleeping with him? And I was just like, Ooh, oh, that's okay. a loaded question. Yeah. Cause I, I hate that term, like sleeping with someone. Like it seems very dirty to me. It's a euphemism. I think that shows like Oh, I can't talk about fucking mm-hmm. or sex or yeah. penetration or mm-hmm. yeah. It's very like sterile and mm-hmm. like it has an accusatory tone. And I was just like, okay, I guess we're having this conversation. Mom, why were you going through my drawers? Yeah. Um, she was looking for nail polish and I was like, really? looking for nail polish really? with air quotes. Okay, sure. And that was after you had started sleeping yes. with him. Yeah, yeah. So what'd you say? What did you do? I think I was just like, a couple months, like we're in love. Like we talked about it. We use protection. I'm on birth control. I think I was at that point. Yeah. Because I lived with my aunt when I was a teenager. So my mom was visiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt actually walk, kind of walked in on us once. Oh. And that's how she found out. Oh. Is because we were taking a shower together. We weren't, we didn't have like penetrative sex because we were still using condoms. So yeah. Yeah. it was a big old deal. Complicated for sure. And like, so we, we got out of the shower and I look at my phone and my, it was my aunt, it was a text from aunt and it said, Coco has cancer and Coco was our dog. And so Aww. A, that was just a rough thing to see. Yeah. And then like, Two minutes later, the door opens and we're still in the bathroom naked. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, okay, you hide in my room. I'm going to come out in a towel, be like, oh, I'm, I'm was taking a bath, like Coco and like do that. And then we'll figure it out. So I did that and I came back and I was like, okay, she's in her room. What you're going to do is you're going to go out through our garage, through the doggy door. And they're going to go around the <laughs> side of the house and go out <laughs> through the gate. And he was like, okay. And he did not do that. Oh, no. He went out through the doggy door and then thought I meant to climb the fence. Oh, the no. fence was right by her bathroom window. Oh, no. And so she hears all this commotion, peeks out and goes, no. <laughs> and he goes, yes. And I think she said something along the lines of, you leaving? Or, or something like that. And he went, or you should go home, I think. And he Ooh. went, yeah. And like finished climbing the fence, went home, ripped his jeans, oh, got a shit. cut on his arm. And then she comes out and she goes, why are you lying to me? Like, what did, what's happening? And she was like, are you having sex with them? And I said, no. And then she said, are you using protection? What? And I was like, condoms. So she's like, you're, you, you are, are having sex with them. And I went, yeah. And she's like, is this why you asked me birth, about birth control? And I went, yeah. She's like, okay, we'll make an appointment. Don't lie to me. And I was That's like, good. okay, fair. Um, That's good. But I, I mean, it does sound like what do adults think kids are going to do if there's not an open environment? Yeah. I'm like, it was going to happen. We yeah. knew this. We've been yeah. dating. Like, <laughs> I mean, you asked about the birth control. Yeah. That's, that's a clear sign. I was like, eh, maybe I should do this. Yeah. Um, hey, if there are any adults listening who have kids that are going to be of that age, just like maybe have a conversation with them. I know, I know people hate it. They have their stories, but like. I would rather have someone talk to me about it than to just be like in a cloud of confusion for the rest of forever, personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did those early beginnings kind of segue into your uh, current sex life? Like, what's your current relationship with sex? Tell me a little bit. Give me a little snapshot there. So like, this is no fault of him, but like me and my first partner were very like, we were virgins when we met each other. Mm -hmm. So we were very inexperienced, didn't really know what we were doing. And I had a really hard time orgasming mm -hmm. when I was with him. And mm -hmm. I don't think I actually had my first orgasm until we were dating for about nine months. Mm. It was in the car, I think. Um, mm. <laughs> had a lot of car sex in high school. <laughs> that makes sense. And especially towards the end of our relationship, I could not come for the life of me. So the first time I had sex with somebody other than him and I had a more than one orgasm, mm. I was like, what the? <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. <laughs> That's never happened. Like, this is crazy. I also thought I could only come through penetration, mm -hmm. which is normally the opposite. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, like, when I was, when other things happened, I was like, whoa, this is a whole new world. Yeah. And then, like, I had a bunch of really good sex with my next partner. That's like, amazing. And I would just, like, get, get to the point where I lost count of how many orgasms I had. That's amazing. Wait, so here's a question. When you have an orgasm... Mm -hmm. How long does it take between orgasms to recharge? Like, can you do Not it? Long. Really? I can do it pretty, like, instantaneously. Like, just keep going. That's amazing. Um, I have different types of orgasms. I don't want to say small, medium, and large, but that's maybe the simplest way to put it. Yeah. They have different shapes and feelings mm -hmm. to me. And yeah. some of them are so, like, that I, like, I'm like, don't touch me for, like, 30 minutes. Like, I get to yeah. points where I'm, like, so stimulated that I, like, can't. Yeah. Uh, I'm jealous of people that are like resetters. Yeah. I can just like, sometimes if it's like a really big one, mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, give me a second to breathe yeah, yeah. and then go right back at it. That's um, awesome. And I was just like, that's incredible. I never want anything else. So tell me all the ways that you can orgasm if you can put words to it. Oh gosh. Like physically or like, yeah. Okay. Both. Um, anything, however you want to, what, what's the other answer besides physically? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I yes. had, I've had nipplegasms. <gasps> um, 
That is it through sucking or licking or flicking or squeezing or a combination? Or do you even know? I think it was a combination of like licking and sucking. Ooh. And like the other, the hand might've been on the other one. What does it feel like inside? Like, is it connected to yes. the like, throbbing? I can definitely like, and it's only, and it's only happened after I've already had a couple, like I'm like primed, I guess. Yeah. But it was happening and I was like, and like my nipples are really sensitive. Sometimes like way too sensitive and I can't stand to pe- even touch my boobs during sex at all. Oh really? Um, like they can be real weird. But just depends on the day. Yeah. Do you notice, I'm waving my finger up and do you notice, <laughs> uh, what the fuck is the word? Do you notice a pattern in the fluctuation? No. Like, it's it's more emotional than anything mm. else, I think. Like, sometimes emotionally, can't let you t- touch my boobs right now. Yeah. Which is weird. No, that makes sense to yeah. me. I actually don't think it's weird at all. Okay, cool. Because my feelings, especially lately, have had just, they have so much to do with my sex life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be my feelings about my partner, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, definitely those will make a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, partner feelings can be positive, And if other stuff is out of whack, I can be like, Nah. Yeah. Okay, so... In, so it's connected. So you feel it. Uh-huh. I feel it still like, in the pelvic region. Yeah. But do you also feel it in your nipple? Like how does it? Yeah, like it's like a build, like in the nipple, and like I can feel it, like in like my like back, and it kind of goes down that way. That's so cool. And it's just like a lot of sensation, and like those, it takes a long time. A, eh? and it's not quite as good as like a regular orgasm, but mm-hmm. it's still like it's still just cool. It's a wonderful menu yeah. option. <laughs> And Great. sometimes I'm just in the mood for that. So yeah. it's super fun to like have a release for that kind of thing. Amazing. Okay. Other ways I can orgasm. I mean like the best way that I've found or the way that I, A, the only way I thought for a while, but still like one of the best ones is when I'm on top, like mm-hmm. riding because mm-hmm. I know exactly how to hit it. Uh-huh. And um, how do you like, hit it? The, I mean like, it's like a, I guess like the technique of how I'm like moving my hips mm-hmm. and like pushing into him like grinding like on his pelvis maybe yeah and like i can just kind of angle it so like it hits right the Mm g-spot inside yeah cool Um, okay and like i can just have one after the other and like really like especially if he's like a little bigger like i can just like with my one of my exes i actually like would be we'd be having sex and then as he came just mm-hmm. feeling that inside of me would cause me yes. to come again i think that's such a hot feeling yeah that's such it a hot really feeling. nice yeah and so like yeah i can just like that's the best for me is being on top. sorry can we back up for a second you said if you are riding him mm-hmm. you can come over and over if he's a certain of a certain size not necessarily of a certain size but like but you shape. can come over yeah. and over again if you're on top. Yeah. I mean, I can come over and over again pretty much no matter what if I'm I'm focused on the on top part yes. because but on I'm top just is best. out of shape maybe a little bit, but do you get tired sometimes or does it like something else takes over? Because I have moments of both where like something will take over and I'm just like fucking and then I'm suddenly I'm like, <gasps> it's definitely, it's definitely a little bit of both. Like sometimes okay. I can just go and then sometimes like, especially if he's taking a while and yeah. I've already had a couple, I'm like, all right. You go, like, um, do whatever you need to do. Um, (laughs) But, like, if I'm in the zone, like, I can just, like, be going. Uh uh Um, And, yeah, it's just, especially if it's, like, a certain shape. Mm -hmm. I don't know quite what that shape is, but there's been a couple where it's been, like, the right, like, hit. So I can just be, like, go and then go and then go and then go. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing I could do. And then I was That's like, oh, amazing. This is, this is pretty normal, actually, for me. It's just going. Fuck yeah. Um, which is great. Okay. On the note of letting him do whatever he needs to do mm-hmm. to get off at a certain point, how do you, I'm just going to ask a series of rapid fire questions that have popped into my brain. Yes. How do you feel about uh, someone 
How do you feel about a dude masturbating and coming on you? If eh, it's not my favorite, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't completely like turn me off. Are there zones of your body where it's not allowed? Mm, I mean, it hasn't happened too much. I, I mean, pr- probably not my face. Like yeah. if you can figure out how to aim it into my mouth. That's fine. <laughs> But I just, Wait, would you do that? Would you would you be like a practice target, knowing that it might? That'd be kind of funny. I mean, actually. I would do that. Like that I, sounds kind of funny. But you think <laughs> I actually get really turned on by watching someone jerk off onto me, and okay. like, and like if I'm with a female partner, mm-hmm. like I love watching them touch themselves, mm-hmm. especially if I'm allowed to be really up close and like literally, like I just like looking. Yeah. Not even like the weird voyeuristic quality. I mean, I guess it is a voyeuristic. It's literally mm-hmm. a voyeuristic quality, <laughs> but I love looking. Like earlier I was looking at Susan's tattoo and I was just like, can I look at it? And I was telling Susan just before we started that I've been thinking a lot about just the permission to look at a partner. Oh, this is something I've been thinking about lately that I would love to. Okay. So have you had casual partners as well as relationships? When you're with a casual partner, do you feel like you have permission to look or what does your feeling, what does it feel like to you? It definitely depends. Yeah. Like I have a myriad of relationships and like connections with people, but like, okay, definitely like the less time I've known you for the less I feel like I'm allowed to like really look at you or kind of like touch you in a different Mm -hmm. way than like maybe is expected. Or like, I'm like, can I like cuddle you after? Like it's much more, I feel like I need to ask permission for everything. And do you, what do you do? Do you just feel it out? I'm just kind of like, let me try this. Okay. 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 And then like, I don't go too far. Like I don't really push boundaries. Yeah. Or if it's someone who is like a casual, like I have a fuck buddy Mm -hmm. and like with him, like we're kind of friends as well. Yeah. And we've known each other for a while. And like, definitely when we first started like hooking up, I was very like, um, I guess we're going to do this now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we go. And now we're we're done. And, and then were you like goodbye, or is it like a spend the night situation, or was it like I would spend the night? <laughs> I usually spend the night when I go over to his place. Uh-huh. But we almost always are goodbye. The next day is just like a salute. Or like a <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she did it in person. It's really funny. It's great though. Like we'll salute or like that. just kind of bump fists or something. Like we won't kiss usually or like okay. even hug. Interesting. Do you like that? Does that feel good to you or is it, does it feel a little bit? It's some, it depends. Like sometimes I'm like, all right, goodbye, dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. See you whenever. And then like one time he, he was, he kissed me once like as a goodbye. And I was like, whoa. Okay. The inconsistency Hello. would, I would have a hard time with that. I'm like, <laughs> I need to know what it is. Like, and it was funny. Like one time we were like in bed and I think it was either right before or right after or like in between and we're just like really staring at each other's eyes. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a very new level of intimacy with you. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out what you are thinking. Like, mm. what does this mean to you? Yeah. To like hold a gaze. Yeah. And I'm like, is this serious? Like, should we have a conversation right now? Or are we just like staring being two people staring at each other? Which I kind of like. I kind of like the not knowing. Yeah. And they're like, kind of like, well, let's feel this out. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes it drives me crazy. I feel like <laughs> I like not knowing if I'm open to the possibility of something, but not committed to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the not knowing if I really want something and they don't, and I don't think they want it. Or, or what I hate more is if I think they really like me and I'm not going to meet them there. Yeah. yeah. That's when I start to panic. <laughs> when yeah. I look into those eyeballs. 
Because you know me, like I'm an eyeball starer mm-hmm. in the world. It's literally what I do for work. And I just am like, hello, eyeballs. And I love that. And I, I remember too, when I was having casual sex more often a few years ago, <laughs> people would be like, you really look into my eyes when we're fucking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I just like, I'm a creepy stare. I like it. I'll just yeah. stare at people. Yeah. But I've had people tell me too, that it's like weird. My first boyfriend was like, why do you kiss with your eyes open? And I was like, because I like looking at you. <laughs> I mean, whatever works, man. Like, Tell me more about the relationships that you have okay. in your life right now. Okay. And like is, how you got there, how you started exploring. Okay. This is, I'm okay. So I, I'm going to go back a little bit before that question is I came to terms or kind of realized both being bisexual and polyamorous around the same time, mm-hmm. both the po- bisexual, but because I watched Wonder Woman mm. and went, yup. Oh yeah. Cause I'd had suspicions and I was kind of thinking about it and then I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, 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 for sure. In the theater, I was like, yep, definitely bisexual. Said that aloud. Great. Um, and then <laughs> I love that. I saw the movie Professor Marston and the Wonder <gasps> Women. I need to watch that movie. It's incredible. My it's parents incredible. watched it two or three weeks ago and they texted me. They're like, sweetie, we think you'd really like this movie. And I just, so and I remember watching the trailer years ago, but that was when I was, I'm pretty sure it came out right as a relationship with a couple that I thought was going to, like I was ready to move across mm-hmm. the country, but then it fell apart. Ooh. So I think I was like not prepared yeah. to watch it when it finally came out, but now I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you watched it. I watched and- it and went, oh, like this makes a lot of sense to me. I didn't do anything about it because I was still with my partner that I lost my virginity mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of our relationship, I kind of brought it up. I was like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? And through a series of mistakes, the relationship ended because I... Explorations. Um, because I made decisions too quickly. Yeah. Um, and so immediately after, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to be polyamorous. I'm going to see what that's like. Mm-hmm. And jumped into an ill-advised rebound uh, mm-hmm. with a guy who was poly. And... How did you meet him? We did a play together. Um, oh, cool. And throughout the run of the show, I was like, you're giving me vibes. Like, I think you like are into me. And I was correct. And so like we dated for too long and then we would use this app called Field. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I know of it. Yeah. Um, I may have been on that for a bit. <laughs> which is usually for people who don't know, like people looking for group sex is a big part of it Mm -hmm. or polyamorous people or like non-monogamous people who kind of want to feel out the waters of people who are very, who are already open to that kind of thing. We were looking for like couples and other girls to like do stuff with. Yep. And I matched with one of my current partners while I was with my ex Mm. and we were gonna like meet up as like him and his wife and then me and my uh, boyfriend. But like right before I was supposed to meet up with him for the first time, me and my boyfriend broke up and uh, I was just meeting him solo and we met at a bar and we're like, oh, and like we were talking and like flirting and then he, we were, it was funny, uh, we were meeting at just like a, an event for like Harry Potter nah, <laughs> I love and that. his friends were there. And so we were all just kind of chatting as a group. And then he texted me and he was like, Hey, I hope this isn't too forward, but like, I really want to get to know you some more. Like, would you be okay? Like coming home with me or something along those lines. And I went, yeah, absolutely. And so we went home and I had amazing sex. Like I, lose track of how many orgasms I have on a regular basis. But like, I lost track of how many times we actually, like he came, like he came a lot and like, whoa, there was so much like happening. And I was like, just the right amount of drunk. It was just like a really good, like body fit. Uh And like, we kind of like understood each other and were able to be silly. And I was just like, yeah. 
Isn't that sexy when you can also be silly, but then also super fucking sexy? It's such a, it's like a requirement for me to be comfortable. Same actually. Like if I can't be silly, then I probably won't see you again. Yeah. If someone, if I get the response of like, huh, or like you're weird or like, Mm -hmm. like the fate, you know, I'm just like, oh, you don't get me. I also just think people who aren't silly are boring. Agreed. (laughs) I really, no offense to any of you. If you're not silly, that's fine. (laughs) I'm bored by you in bed. That's what I'm saying. Like if we have to just be like really steamy all the time, then I'm just like, that's. It's so, it gets more awkward for me, honestly. Like that makes it hard. I think speaking for myself, I know that I start to disconnect because I feel like I can't be my full self. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if a butt plug falls out of my butt, we got to watch it roll across the ground and laugh. <laughs> like I really do. That's, yeah. you know, uh-huh. or like when you, I don't know, also funny stuff happens during sex, like funny noises or funny angles yeah. that cause extreme pain accidentally. Yeah. Or like I'm very clumsy too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I, if I have the pressure to like be sexy all the time. Can't. Yeah. Wait, so you said he has a partner as well? Okay. Yes. He's married. Okay. Um, she is also open and they date separately. Okay. Um have you met her? Yes, I've met her a couple times. How she's, is it? I mean, I'm a little bit afraid of her because I think she's very intimidating and cool. Mm. Um it's more like a I want to be your friend, but I don't know how to like see yeah. that. Yeah. And like how to initiate that. And totally. I want you to like me. And so we actually met up recently at a poly event. Cool. Like, I went by myself. You're so brave. I want to go to stuff. <gasps> it, it was a, it was a journey. I had to like psych myself up. It was on. I had it in my calendar for like a month, and Good I was like, I'm you. gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And then I made myself go, and it was amazing. I had a wonderful time. Yay. Um, and I was there, and I was chatting to somebody, and then suddenly, like, somebody's hugging me and like kissing me on the cheek and I turn around and it's her and she's like, Oh my gosh, you're here. It's so good to see you. Like, how are you? Oh. And I was just like, Oh, hello. I know you. And she was with twist in the in the gear she was with my partner's other girlfriend okay like they came yeah. together oh um oh my god that's so lovely yeah and they, they were like hanging out they went shopping the day before or does that make you feel left out it was fine i mean we'll circle back to that okay. um but and so we she came and it was the both of them and i was like oh i want to talk to you more because like this is the first time i've seen you without your husband yeah and like been around you just us and like seen you more relaxed because the other time was like she was hosting a party mm-hmm. so i was like i very like the rest of the night i kind of like trailed them and was yeah. trying to be like hey, so hey, what are hey, talking about hey, hey, hey guys and like we ended up like sitting and chatting <laughs> and then i had a really good conversation with his girlfriend and she was Yay. Like, and she was like felt like we should follow each other on instagram and then we were leaving and i was giving her a hug she's like we should hang out sometime or maybe go on a date who knows <gasps> did you like, yeah oh my god um and so we talked for a while and then she was finally like hey do you want to go to this event with me at this museum it was like a kid's like art class yeah but it was so cute and we went and i was like is this a date or are we just hanging out like i don't know what's happening <gasps> i love that you asked it out loud were you scared to ask that i didn't ask that that oh, was me in my head oh i asked it was funny i, I want to <laughs> ask stuff like that out loud and i get so scared but i was talking to him the night before because we were on a date mm-hmm. and i was like okay so i'm going out with her tomorrow is this a date and he's like yeah i think it's a date and i was like okay cool and then she mentioned it like we were talking and chatting and like we were at the museum and we're having fun. And then we walked around and then she's like, okay, like, how are you feeling? Like, do you want to go home? Like, is like, do you want to, is it, is like this, like, are you ready to like call it quits? Do you want to keep hanging out? And I was Mm -hmm. like, I'd like to keep hanging out with you. She's like, okay, you want to go back to my place? And I was like, yeah, I Mm -hmm. do. So we got to her place and we just sat and talked for a little bit longer. And then she was like, yeah, I was really nervous. Like when I said that I was here for a date at the museum, I was like, 
how does she react to that? Like, does she okay with that? Like, and I want to just like, this is a date. I want to be really clear. And I was like, and she was like, I asked you out because I'm interested in you. I don't necessarily want something with our shared partner, but if that ends up happening, that's fine. But like, I want you to know that I am interested in you. I love that clarity. And I was like, I'm not crying, but I was like, great notes. And we ended up going upstairs and just like cuddling in her bed and making out. Uh, oh my god! And then we went to the same event that I met her at, like the next month. I met her in January, and mm-hmm. then we went to the February one mm-hmm. with us, and then also our partner. Like we all three went. Oh, cool! Um, which was super cool. Uh, and we're like uh, mingling, be feeling like oh so cool. And like somebody asked, he was like, "So how do you guys all know each other?" And we're like, "Okay," so, <laughs> and like explained the whole <laughs> dynamic, and it was really cute. And then we went back on like the lift back to his place. Uh, we were, I was sitting in the middle in the back seat, and she was sitting on one side and he was sitting on the other. Yes. And I'd be like making out with him and then I'd make out with her. Perfect. And then I'd go back and forth. And then we laid on his couch for a while and did the same thing. We all were kind of making out with each other and it was great. Um, Love. And then for my birthday, we all went out <laughs> drinking together and then went back to her place and we had a birthday threesome. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Birthday threesome. It was so much fun. And it was the epitome of silly. Mm. Like we were also a little bit too drunk. She was really drunk, um, but it was just so silly and fun. And I was like, oh shit, like, will this change? And I was really nervous that this would like, that it would be awkward or like that there would be like different dynamics happening. Mm-hmm. And it, there wasn't, it was all just very loose and easy. And like, we were like, okay, now you do this. Okay. Now I'll, I'm going to do this. Let's try this. And Yay. like, it was wonderful. Was it pretty collaborative or was like one of you in charge or it was how did collaborative. it? It like, sounds like it was just like happening. Yeah, it was just happening. And like, it was real loose. It was real casual. Like, were you on the couch most of the time? N- no, we were on her bed. Oh, you moved to the bed. Yeah. It was oh, like, no, you were on his couch. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, no, we went upstairs to her room and she's like, and we started like getting comfy because we were all just going to cuddle. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, so how naked are we getting? And then she pulls down his pants and we're like, okay, I guess we're getting that naked. Um, I bet he didn't mind. No, not at all. Um, and so like, we're chilling. I got I got a strap used on me for the first time. She put on a strap on. It was also her first time doing that. Uh, um, wait, was this your first time? No. With a woman? No. no. Okay. okay. I have only been with women in group sex situations. Mm-hmm. However, I, me and my ex dated another couple for a while oh. um, and had several foursomes with them. Yeah. Uh, and that was my, f- no. And right before that, I had a threesome with a friend of mine and a girl that he was also, and I was casually seeing him and she was, and he was casually seeing this other girl. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey, do you want to come over and have sex? And I was like, okay, sure. And so that was the first time that I had gone down or like been with a woman since mm-hmm. I was like 11 and yeah. that doesn't count. And so. Yeah. It's a different experience. Yeah. Very different. The um, maturity, the emotional maturity. It's different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> different kind of exploration. And, and then I've had a couple threesomes like with other couples since mm. then. But yeah, I've only been with women in group sex situations, which is something I'm trying to change. Mm-hmm. I'd only went on my first date with a solo woman, like end of January. Mm. Um, How was it? It was really nice. It was very sweet. I have not made another date with her because I'm really bad about uh, dating and like how to communicate with people. It's also <laughs> time and it's yeah. a lot and people. And like new people, I'm just like, uh, it's effort. I don't want to do that right now. I 100% understand. But, I do. But like all of my dating apps are only set to women. Mm. Like, cause that's really all. Like I want to date more women. And like, and it's so much easier to meet dudes in the world yeah, too. Yeah, all yeah. you have to do is barely look at them and they're like, oh, can I drool on you? Yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> and like girls are so much, not harder to date, but I, I am more nervous about dating women. Same. I don't know why I'm so nervous. Exactly. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like I love women and like, I know that I do. This yeah. isn't like, and it's, it's more cause I'm 
the biggest fear that I think I have with dating women is that I'm afraid that I will come off as too friendly and like trying to be your friend, but mm. I want to date you. I actually feel like I'm always scared that I'm going to freak friends out because they're going to think I want to date them. Mm. So kind of the opposite. Yeah. And also this is what I would like to ask you when you're at meetups, like poly meetups and things, is it pretty easy for you to figure out who you're attracted to or like who you actually want to sleep mm-hmm. with? Because I do feel like I'm attracted to a large percentage of the population. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at making decisions based on the amount of time I actually have in my life, I'm like zero, negative seven. Like I don't have, you know, <laughs> and so I'm, I haven't been going out in the world because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to lead anyone on. And I like all the people and I want to be with all the people, but how do I? Blah, blah. Yeah, it varies. Cause like there are definitely times when I'm like, okay, attractive, 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 very pretty, love you, da-da-da. And then, like, the people I end up talking to mm-hmm. are not necessarily people that I find, like, conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. But as we're talking, I'm like, oh, I can see this happening. Yeah. And, like, it, it changes. Like, yeah. in a lot of my partners, I have dated mostly because of personality mm-hmm. and then grown to find them attractive, mm-hmm. which can sometimes come back and bite me in the ass when I am no longer, like, when the, like, initial thing rubs off. Yeah. And then, like, I need to be physically attracted to them. I think that's actually a great clear indicator like I actually think that's wonderful yeah to get to a point where you're just like oh off yeah switch is flipped yeah yeah uh that was hard to come to terms with the first time it happened uh, I get it I I, I like, also no, I like a terrible person well I, I had a lot of people be like that's your partner and I was like what I thought that happened to me so many times and <laughs> it it's sucks. really annoying it's rude it is I'm like guys yeah and like looking back I'm like I understand but also like don't be a if you're attracted Jerk at that moment, it. you're attracted at that moment. Like you can stay attracted. <laughs> Cramp. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to ask actually details about threesomes in terms okay. of concrete positions and things. Like do okay. you, and the strap on, can I have mm-hmm. details about that strap yes. on and okay. what did you think and all of those things? Okay. So let's start with the strap on. Cause that's the most vivid memory in my mind right now hmm. is we started out just like fucking around with the dildo and like trying to use that. She's like, wait, let's try it. Like I have it. Let's do it. And I was like, okay. Um, and so she puts it on and like we're fumbling and it's silly. And she has like this very tiny little, like almost USB sized like vibrator. And she's like, all right, hold this on your clit. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like attempt to do this. And it was really funny. She's like, how do guys do this? I'm so tired. <laughs> I was like, are you never on top? And then my other partner goes, no, she's not. <laughs> what was he doing while she was fucking you? He was like behind her, kind of like looking and being mm. and like giving encouragement. I love and like, because she was like, Is this okay? Like, how does this feel? And I was like, It's good. He's like, Looks good from over here. Um, and like, I think he was like, t- like rubbing her or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was all like very collaborative. Mm-hmm. And like, she was like, Is this good? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Uh, it's really fun. I really enjoy this feeling a lot. And then we were talking about it the next day. She's like, Okay, we need to do that again while I'm not really drunk. Yeah. So that we can like talk about this more and like yeah. figure out what feels good for you. And like, and I was like, and I want to try it on you. Mm. Uh, Have you done that yet? No. Okay. No, I haven't. Um, this was very recent. Yeah. And so that was that. And then, okay, other threesomes that I've had. Well, and also just like, just are there any configurations that you love? Have you ever felt left out during one? Have you ever had a, like bad things as well as good things? And So I don't feel left out because mm-hmm. normally what has happened is I have been like the third coming mm-hmm. in. And so I feel like I get too much attention on me, okay. which makes me uncomfortable. Talk more about um, that, please. What kind of uncomfortable, like, like what does it bring up for you? I, because of my past trauma, mm-hmm. like sometimes sex can just be real funky mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just like a switch and it turns off immediately and I can't do anything about it. 
Um, what do you mean when you say turns off? Like you shut down, like mm-hmm. you have to leave? Yeah. Do you talk about that with partners? Yeah. It yeah. comes up usually. Nice. It depending on like how serious we are or like where the conversation goes. Mm-hmm. Depends on when it comes up. Like with my male partner, I think I told him on our second date, but like I've also not told people until like a couple months in. And um, just answer this however you want and you don't have to give too many details and we can skip it if you want. No. But if it's maybe useful to our listeners, what how do you start that conversation? Like, what does it sound like? What do you say to them? I mean, a lot of, sometimes it's like, we're talking like, okay, we're talking about like, what do you like? What do you not like? Or like, is there anything I should know? And I'll be like, okay, yeah. So there's this thing. This happened to me as a kid. Sometimes I can't control it and I'll just, something will happen and it'll just switch off. I've had panic attacks during sex before, Mm -hmm. full on like sobbing, Mm -hmm. not quite sure what to do. And sometimes in those moments, when something starts to feel a little weird, I switch into like survivor brain, which yeah. is where I'm like, get it over with, get it over with, yeah. finish it, finish it, finish it. Uh, but I can't voice that. Yeah. Which is super fun <laughs> to deal with. It's hard. That's- and so sometimes will be like, sometimes it'll just happen. And usually the best thing for that is for me to put on clothes. Uh, sometimes I like to be touched afterwards. Sometimes I don't. Um, put on clothes and like get out of that physical location. Mm, like move. go for a walk. Change the energy. Change the energy. Like, and... It's like, I've never had a bad experience telling anybody about that. They're always just like, okay, cool. Good to know. Like, let me know if I ever do anything. Like, and we have like a little like conversation about consent, which has always been very nice. And like, sometimes I'm just like, well, I'm having sex. I'm like, okay, I can feel myself start to go in that place. Mm -hmm. Let's take a breath. If you, if you can articulate that. Yeah. Sometimes I can't, but I was going to say, what happens when you can't, are you, is there a moment afterwards where you're able to? It depends. Sometimes, a lot of times people can physically tell. Mm. They're like, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'm like, no, I'm not actually. And so we stop. Or, uh, I mean, a couple of times it's been really bad where they haven't noticed until I'm like sobbing. Mm. Um, and then they, it was not funny, but kind of funny where that happened once with my, my first partner. Mm-hmm. And like, he didn't really notice. How I was crying. He's like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, let's like, what's happening? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I just, can you get me some water? Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's real. It varies with every person and every time. Yeah. And it hasn't happened for a while. Thank God. Do you find that check-ins help? So if you can't articulate someone and someone checks in, it sounds like that can yeah. help. Yeah. That's very like, it makes me feel a lot more taken care of when they notice mm-hmm. or like when they pick up that something's wrong. Like a bad experience that I had with a threesome once was I was starting to feel that way towards mm-hmm. the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But I, that was another stupid thing. I was like, I feel bad. We've been hanging out. Like we went on like a date before that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like, sorry guys, bye. I got to go. But I also, and I didn't want to tell them because I was like, I don't, I don't want to be that intimate with you. I don't want to share this part of me. Yeah, Um, That's a really big thing to share. Yeah. And so like that entire threesome was just kind of like, I don't know if this is going to go well. Like, I don't feel great. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not in my body. Like, and that was one of the times where there was like too much attention and it was too much stimulation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this feels like I'm in a tricky ground of like consent and like not feeling totally okay with this, but I'm also not, not okay with it. Right. And it's then, the gray area. Yeah. And I think that's why we have to talk about this. Yeah. Like that right there. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you're sharing this. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable yeah. if we yeah, share yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because um, <sighs> I think it's literally so important. Yeah. And it's something that I kind of forget, like is important to me, does affect me so deeply. Yeah. Because I do have PTSD from it. Like I've been diagnosed. Course, yeah. Um, and like it's weird sometimes like the boob thing that's like a weird trigger for me sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's weird because like when i was that doesn't nothing ever happened non-consensually in that area Uh but for some reason that is such a sensitive place for me and like can be weirdly very 
like intimate and like sometimes like it just feels wrong and mm-hmm. like I can't do it, mm-hmm. which is kind of a tangent. But like sometimes I think about like I don't necessarily want children, mm-hmm. but if I do ever have children, I don't know if I would be comfortable breastfeeding like from a mental standpoint because mm-hmm. like emotionally and physically I would want to because yeah. like it's better, not better, but like the studies say there yeah. are lots of benefits. Yeah, there are a lot of benefits, but like emotionally. And like mentally, I don't know if I could handle that sort of stimulation that much. Mm. Like, and I don't know if I could disconnect it from like a sexual place, which is kind of dumb because like boobs aren't sexual and like nipples. It's a feeling. Nipples, it's a like, feeling. It's weird. And I like think about that sometimes. And sometimes this has happened once or twice in like a threesome situation where I've got a person on each boob. And I'm like, <laughs> I need you to stop. I feel like I'm a cow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not into cow play? No. You don't want like a cow tail butt plug. <laughs> That's my first horns. horns. Wait, the lady ones don't have horns, do they? You know, whatever. I could be a, a gender oh. fluid cow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A yes and cow. Um. <laughs> um, on that note, like beyond group sex, mm-hmm. are you into any kinks? Do you have any kink things? I do. This is something that I started exploring with my most recent ex because he was a lot more into like poly and kink than mm-hmm, I was. Mm-hmm. He was he was also much older than I was. So like was more, not much older, much older for me. Um, yeah. He was 13 years older than I was. Okay. And so he was a lot more experienced in that. And one of the things that I found out that I'm really into with him are knives. Um, knife play. Did you do any bloodletting or just no, like, okay. I, that's too far. Hard um, limit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe not a hard limit. It's like a soft limit for now. I don't know. Like, it sounds like something I could potentially be interested in, but that would require so much conversation and so much yes. check-in and lead-up. Also, stuff with electroplay that stimulates Ooh. the feeling. Like, there's, there's, I have a thing called a neon wand that my master got for me. Okay. And there's certain attachments, and because it's generating current, and it feels like you can basically, if you touch it to anything metal, it'll mm-hmm. conduct. And they have an attachment that's like, mm, I'm going to explain it poorly. It's a square with a wire, but it connects to it. And if you put it like on your skin, you become the conductor. So then you can like shock your partner. And the guy at the stock room who was showing it to us was showing us one of the little metal attachments. Or if you, if you're conducting through the metal, Mm -hmm. you can just gently like pull something along and it feels like knife play, but then you don't have to worry about blood is what he explained. So I haven't played with it in that way. So I just haven't had anyone like, I'm like, I'll try it, but Mm. I just haven't had anyone die to explore it with me in that way. So just so you know, just a little general PSA. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) So what was that like? So what would he do? So like the first time he did it, he's like, I have an idea. Get on your back. Don't look. And I was like, okay. And he started dragging it up and down my back. And I went, Oh, did you know what it was? No. I did like it. I did. I liked it so much. Did you feel okay finding out after the fact what it was, even though you hadn't had a specific conversation about it? (laughs) Okay. Like I didn't find out until like a couple of days later when I went, Hey, can you get like whatever you're using and do it again? Uh, (laughs) What did you think it was? I don't know. I thought it was like maybe like, like a, like a Swiss army knife attachment Uh or something uh like uh some sort of tool. Yeah. I mean, he goes, you know, that was a knife, right? And I went, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let's, what? And he pulls it out and he was an ex-Marine. So it oh. was like a fucking like man killer knife. Oh my like, God. This thing was meant to like slit throats. Oh my God. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? And then he like, he pulled it out and he was like, okay, this is the one that I was using on you. Feel the tip. It's not sharpened. 
And then he's like, this is my other one that I use. And I'm like hiking or like, yeah. And he, he's like, it's so much sharper for your lat. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I'm only going to use the dull one. Mm. Like I won't, there won't be any blood or anything like that. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. cool, 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 cool. Mm. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. Guess I like knives. That's um, awesome. And then we bought this little, it's called a, a Wattenberg wheel. Um, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like those. Like I bought one for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do it to yourself? I do. Does it feel good when you do it to yourself? Yeah. Huh. My master's never left his here. I don't, I've never tried it on myself. Mm-hmm. That, that's what, if you attach that to the elect, to the neon wand, then you get crazy knife sensations. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds but yeah, it's like $2 on Amazon. Yeah. So I bought one and like, I didn't think it would do anything, but I was just like running it up and down my arm and I was like, oh. Yeah. Ooh. You have a single, it's a single mm-hmm. wheel. Okay, cool. Uh, he, when we bought the first one, he got that one. And then he also got one that had like six mm-hmm. and I did not like that one. Like, okay. it, like the sensation, it felt like a sunburn. Like it's it was too many little things. Yeah. I like the concentrated single. Mm-hmm. I also like, if I'm getting it used on me, I kind of need to be tied down because I get so squiggly sometimes. Interesting. Well, cause he'll run it yeah, all yeah. over my body and like the crease mm-hmm. between my leg and my Petals? torso. Yeah. <laughs> my leg crease, yeah. my V that he likes to run it up and down and I'm like, Wah! yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, squirm. and like that, like, I love that thing. And like, I don't currently have any like vibrators or anything of my own, mm. which is annoying. Cause that's like really the only way I like enjoy masturbating. Mm, like I don't just really? like my fingers. Really? Like it's harder for me to like, cause I don't, this is kind of weird, but like when I masturbate, I don't think about anything usually. Like I don't I fantasize. Also, I also didn't until I learned that other people did and now sometimes <laughs> I'll do it, but sometimes I just want to have an orgasm. Yeah. Like a lot of times, like when I would, ha- when I have a vibrator, I'll just like be watching something on Netflix and be like, oh, I want to masturbate right now. And I'll yeah. just like stick it down my pants and just keep watching whatever I was watching. When you masturbate inside, outside, what do you go for? Mostly outside because I've only ever really had like the wand ones. Uh-huh. Like I haven't had anything that really yeah. goes inside. And I'm honestly like kind of nervous to try something that goes inside on myself. Like why? I don't know. Are you afraid it's going to get sucked up into the void? Not like sucked up, but I'm just like, what if I like am at a weird angle and like this just mm. doesn't feel good? Mm-hmm. Or like, because that feels like a lot of like more work on my part. Yeah. And when I'm masturbating, I just kind of want to like set it and forget it. Kind yeah. of. I like, if I'm using a vibrator inside, mm-hmm. I like to just put it in and then just put pressure on my fingers on the outside. Okay. But then I'm like getting the vibration from behind. Yeah. And that's, I haven't done that in a long, long time because I've been, <laughs> I've been using magic wand exterior and playing with my own asshole. Like when I masturbate. Mm-hmm. Simply because I just, like, I'm in a phase where I am so fascinated by when I have an orgasm and just, like, just the first, what's this called? The first phalange, the first Mm -hmm. nub up to my first knuckle of my fingers, like, what I'll stick in my butt. And then when I orgasm, the muscles, like, pulse around it. And I think it just feels so cool. And, like, that in itself is, like, a separate, it's, like, something on top. Like, it's, like, delightful to me. So So that's what I've been doing lately. But I, like, if I'm doing inside... I've never masturbated with like the in out motion of sucking. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a lot. Um, I almost squished my cat. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you have a vibrator right now then? Because <laughs> that's I, the only way you like to masturbate. Because I, the last one I had, like I broke it because I used it so much and I just haven't had like the wherewithal to be like, all right, I'm going to set aside this money to buy a vibrator. Got it, got it. Um, it's more just been me being lazy got it. than anything else. Um, <laughs> and because of that, I've started masturbating with my fingers. And it's funny because when I do it with my fingers, I can have a little baby orgasm in like 30 seconds. Really? Like I can just be like, done. Yeah. And like move on. Consistently? 
Pretty much, yeah. Because I've noticed that when I, since I've been using the magic wand so much, like my finger, like my hand will get tired sometimes. <laughs> or if I, also if I've been tired and stressed and just like mm-hmm. going a million miles an hour lately. So that makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are there other kinks that you would like to explore that you haven't yet or other things you just haven't told us about yet? Yeah. I mean, like I like spanking. Mm-hmm. I like being spanked. How hard? I don't want to, I don't know. Like I don't want to, cause I don't have anything to like gauge it against. Like mm-hmm. what is the normal pain? Do you, have you gotten bruises no, from spanking? No, that is too hard. Handprints? Like red handprints? Yes. Okay. And sometimes I'm like more mm-hmm. than other times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny when I first started experimenting with that with my first like partner, like baby, I yeah. was, it was so light and yeah. he was like, uh, you keep saying that you want this, but then like you're like screaming and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, man. But then like now I'm like, yeah, harder. Yeah. Hit me. My, the knife guy, like he would use the the sheath. Mm-hmm. It was like this leather sheath to hit me. Mm. That was nice. That oh, was fun. I love it. That's almost like a, really like a writing crop. Yeah, that's a great sound. I had a writing crop like used a, on me. <sighs> yeah, I feel like a knife sheath is like a cross between a writing crop and a paddle. It's mm-hmm. like a little, yeah. ugh. Um, it was really good. And then I've also like, I consider myself in like a kink title, mm-hmm. a bottom leaning switch. Okay. Um, Because I don't identify as a sub and like I don't like the like more emotional aspects of that. Like okay. I only like the physical domination, I guess. That what makes sense. do you associate with the emotional aspects? Like I don't like being bossed around or like you might be a brat. I am. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was like, there's subs that just like to talk back. Yeah. I'm, I'm like the most, I'm like, what? I help <sighs> you. I'll, I'll do anything. Tell me, tell me, tell me. But like, I know, uh, I know a couple people that are, that are very like bratty, but mm-hmm. they like someone that will just like throw them around or like spank them for talking back. Yeah. But I'm like, no, please don't really punish me. No, I was just kidding. I <laughs> like, I'm like such a, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My, my partner, he's like, you're, you're a brat. And I was like, mm. that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but I want to explore more of like the Dom side of me. Cause I know it's in there, yeah. like, especially with women. I felt more comfortable doing it. I think yeah. it's like stupid societal reasons that like make me feel more uncomfortable doing that to a man stuff. I need to work on as well. But like when I am, when I do like let that part of me do, I was like, Ooh, I like this. Like I like being in control and like, yeah. I do kind of like hurting other people in that way. That's like, great. I like that like sadism of it. So would you be interested in being in a threesome where there's like a pyramid of power play where like there's a female submissive and then like you're a switch and then like maybe a male or female dominant. I could be into that. Yeah. Cool. That sounds fun. I think that sounds great. <laughs> and like, there would need to be so many conversations. Yes. And like the, the also thing with like, the kink world that like I'm more hesitant to like dive into mm-hmm. is like part of me is like, I'm afraid that like I'll be in like those power dynamics and then like unable to be like silly or to be like mm. loose and comfy. Like those feel like more, res- not necessarily restrictions, but like more formal and like more. I think it depends controlled. on the people that you find. Yeah. And like my master is very silly with me even. Yeah. And, but he, he's really integrated. So he'll switch back and forth and, but, but it doesn't feel disjointed, mm-hmm. but even the kinky couple I slept with, Last year, the Dom was very serious and kind of intense, Mm -hmm. but then was also very sweet. And it would always, and I'd be like, oh, oh. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, we're like role-playing. Yeah. Oh, right. We're people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'll go so, like, I'll like be in, I'll be like, I I am, you're submissive. Okay. What do you, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel you. I actually think that a lot of kinky people are very playful and silly mm-hmm. because literally to be people that are like, I am role playing. Like it is a play. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, <laughs> it's so called fun. play. It's called yeah, scenes. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I love about it so much. Yeah. Like I want to explore that part of me more mm-hmm. like the kinky side, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm doing it very slowly. Yeah. And like 
that part is something that like is less I think like important to me as like a sexual being like it's definitely like but it's also gotten to the point where like when I have like more vanilla sex with like my fuck buddy Mm -hmm. I'm like this is boring can you be harder like yeah yeah be rougher with me yeah what I'm allowed to do that and I was like yeah dude it's fine. <laughs> he was so the first time I told him like what I liked yeah. and we had a conversation about it. Like afterwards, he's like, that's the first time any girl has ever told me like what they want and what they want. And they like, and I was like, Oh, oh my God. God. Like, hun. And also that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And like, that's why I feel like we don't have enough communication. Yeah. That's, that's probably my number one favorite thing about kink is you sit down here like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. What do you not like? What's too much? What are you willing to like explore and maybe find your discomfort with in the moment? Yeah. I love that Mm -hmm. because then you can just do it. Yeah. And you can have, and you can continue to have that conversation. And I feel like that's another thing. Like I fall into this a lot where I'm like, all right, something is happening that I don't love, but I feel like we're too in the moment for me to point it out or like it would be awkward. Yeah. And like, I feel like that happens so much. Mm -hmm. And like, I am trying like every time I have sex and that happens, I'm like, no, point it out, do it. Mm -hmm. Like this will make your experience better. Yes. And like, I wish that I did that more. And I'm working on it. You're practicing it. it. Yeah. You're like, practicing it's it. It's a skill. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it literally is. Mm-hmm. Communicating about sex is a skill. Asking for what you want ahead of time, during, after, talking about something after that doesn't go well. Right now, I'm working on checking in with myself in the moment and still just literally sometimes asking, what do I want right now? Mm-hmm. There are times where I realize I don't know in this moment. Yeah. And I also am really lucky because I have a pretty, what am I trying to say this? I'm lucky because I have a good amount of leeway where Mm -hmm. I know that I can trust myself to like explore. And if it's bad, I won't be scarred for life, Mm -hmm. but I know that about myself. So that gives me permission to sit in the thing where I'm just like, I don't know if I like this right now, you know, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I do. And sometimes I didn't, but then I can talk about it later. And for me, I think that's one of the parts that I love about exploring. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's more interesting than the exciting orgasm that I know I can have available to me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. So, okay fantasies do you have a fantasy you'd like to share with us i am really into the idea of orgies Mm -hmm. like and like big ones where it's like 10 or more people just like all naked like piled on top of each other and you don't know who's touching who and who's touching you like that sounds really cool to me and i'm going to a sex party on saturday (gasps) you are wonderful a possibility of that happening. So maybe you can write me a little note and it'll become an Instagram caption about how it went. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's one that like, I really want to like explore. And like, I'm really wanting to be more of a Dom, Mm -hmm. like me wearing like a strap and using it on another girl and like being that kind of commanding and like being like rough with her. Yeah. That's like, I really, really want that. Like none of my fantasies are like, they're all attainable. Yeah. Um, which is That's like, great. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this could happen. Also, I've just, as I started paying attention to fantasies, because I really didn't have any. Two mm-hmm. years ago this time, I hadn't met my master and I like just didn't, like my fantasy was like, I want to have fulfilling sex. But I didn't even, if you'd been like, well, what's fulfilling? I would have been like, really good. <laughs> and if you'd been like, what's really good? I would have been like, I just want it nice. But like not nice, because it's not nice. It's about, <laughs> I don't know. So, uh yeah, I love I love hearing about developing fantasies. What is it that you like about group sex? If you if you could articulate it, I mean, I think part of it is just like being bisexual and mm-hmm. like wanting both mm-hmm. and like at the same time, it's like best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, and also just like I like that you can have connection with multiple people. Mm-hmm. And like even before I was like knew I was poly, like that was always like I'd always wanted. To, I yes. still had always wanted a threesome or like orgies and like wanted that. It just feels like 
so intimate with so many people and like feeling that kind of like safety because yeah. like you, that you have to have if you're in with that many people to have an enjoyable experience and like literally just the idea of like laying like in a pile of naked people and like having multiple people just like even just like running their fingers up and down my body mm. like that just sounds like amazing <gasps> that's a great yes i want that too like i just i love being touched in that way yes that's what's really nice about like cuddling after three. I mean, that's what I love about group sex. Yeah, I love like, lots of touching. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I can just feel like, I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm like loved and like mm-hmm. cared for by all of these people. Mm. And that's just like really comforting. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay. I'm going to see if we got, didn't get any questions and we're just going to rapid fire them. Okay. Uh, no, come here. I know they're like best, worst, weirdest that I have good stories for. <gasps> really? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to work from, I'm going to work backwards. Okay. Weirdest was a threesome where we went back to their apartment and we were talking about what we liked. And then the girl said, she's like, oh, he's really into women's feet. And I went, okay, cool, sure. People have foot fetishes, that's a thing. And then like, we were like mutually massaging each other's feet. And then as we had sex, there were feet everywhere. Like he was really into feet where like <laughs> everybody's feet were in everybody else's mouth. Wait, how many people were here? There were three. Okay, there were three of us. But like, <laughs> Okay. Like he was like, put your foot in my face, put your foot in my face, give me your foot. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he started recording. Um, did he ask ahead of time? No, he Ooh, did not. And I was not like, cool guys. Okay, cool. Good to know that that's happening. And he was like, yeah, give me your foot. Oh yeah. Do that. Yeah. Foot, foot. And I was like, okay. When you said you were into feet, I didn't realize that you were this into feet. Goodbye. And like, yeah. he follows me on Instagram and I did not follow him back. Um, so one time I posted like a story of like my feet, like dancing or something. And he goes, what color nail polish are you wearing? It's really cute. Oh like my god! He messaged gosh. me and I went to like the requested. Yeah. Because I didn't call yeah. him back and I was like. <sighs> that is like a level of pushiness that I think is subtle, but people need to know that's kind of not okay. Yeah. Like, And I hadn't sp- spoken to If them you haven't spoken, if you don't that, have a relationship, like, like don't, you're not, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you're not and then, Okay. Also, communicate your kinks ahead of time, people. Yeah. Come on. And like, we met on a pro on a field where like you have so communicate it. Yeah, it not on that. Be like, like I'm really into feet. Ugh. Like, I don't like that. It was, that's, I was like, also because then you're like, what else are you hiding from me? When are you going to tie me up and murder me? Yeah, I don't know. Not. And this is not. I'm not saying anything bad about foot fetishes. Those are fine. Just tell I'm me. not here to yuck your yum. But if no. I'm not the right fit, yeah, then give me a chance to say so. Don't exactly. just like spring it on me right before we're we're doing the do. Yeah. Okay, and then worst was, okay, so I very briefly explored the world of being a sugar baby. Yes. Uh, and I only met up with one daddy. Mm-hmm. And it was very awkward. Oh. And he also had a weird thing where we were having sex and he was like, bite my nipple, bite my nipple. Just the one on the left side, cut my balls. So I was biting his nipple and cupping his balls at the same time and just being like, okay. And he was masturbating and I was like, this is doing absolutely nothing for me. Wait, he These was are, masturbating? Yeah, he was masturbating. I had and you his were... balls in my hand and then biting his nipple like I was laying on his side. Okay. And he was having the time of his life. And like we, when we were having sex earlier, like he full on choked me and like we did not, <gasps> he didn't ask, he just did it. And Fuck normally that. I like a little breath. Like, totally. But he just went for it and he went a lot harder than anybody Which ever Which is had. terrifying. Was, I was like literally staring up at him and I was like, am I about to die? Yeah. I mean, even I like to be choked aggressively mm-hmm. if you do if you do not have a conversation with me about it i will fucking kill you if you choke me yeah and i was just like so uncomfortable and like he 
smack my face a little bit, not hard, but yeah. I, I hate that. I hate that mm. kind of, I do not like you touching. No. And I was like, oh, I feel so uncomfortable and so yeah. awkward. And he kept calling me baby and like, oh, sweetie, you're so sweet. And like, you're just very touchy and very familiar, Ugh. very fast. And yeah. because I was getting paid, yeah, I was like, I don't, this, the consent is weird. And I was also broke as fuck and I needed yeah. money. Mm. Um, I think I will say out loud here that I think the stigma around money and receiving money for sex is so fucked up. Yeah. Why are we okay with it when there's a ring and a wedding ceremony and we're not okay with it when the woman retains free agency because it's a transaction? You think weddings aren't, I mean, this is my, per, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on this. I think that's fucking insane. In I, my personal philosophy. I agree. Like I realized in that moment doing it, I was like, because of things in my past, like, I don't think I can do this and yeah. be okay with it. Yeah. But I wish I could like, I yeah. have such respect for sex workers mm-hmm. and like that whole community. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. It's yeah. like, and I am so like, as like a feminist, like in charge of my body person, I'm like, yeah, fucking do it. If that makes you happy or if it doesn't and you just need money, as long as you are consenting, yeah, do whatever the fuck you need to and like want to. doesn't matter. Would you ever consider exploring being a dominatrix that yes. doesn't have penetrate? <gasps> yes, absolutely. Because that could be a way to get over your, I don't see a man as a submissive thing. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Somebody messaged me on FetLife. Uh, really? Oh, you have a profile on FetLife. I deleted I mine. Or I think I deleted it. Or I just don't go on there anymore because I got nervous. It was yeah. like too much for me. I was like, <gasps> I barely use it. And I rarely get messages. But this guy was like, hey, are you into ball busting? Because like, I can't find any women who are. And if you are, I'll pay you. And I was like, I'm, like, uh, I'm thinking about it. Because like, I've never explored that because like, that's an intense thing. Yeah. But like, Sure. Depends on how much you're paying me, dude. Yeah. Like, might as well. You gotta lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And cool. Very quickly, best. Yeah, it's a best. Um, I actually have a lot of good ones. <laughs> One is like, so some, happy. some of the best sex I've ever had was high off my ass mm-hmm. and watching Harry Potter. Like, because I just, when I'm high and I have an <laughs> orgasm, like, I just like, it literally felt like it lasted 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And I was just like, it just kept coming and That's coming amazing. and coming. And I was like, holy shit like literally as like i laid down after that i was like that was the best orgasm of my life oh my god so (laughs) just like so jazzed and then like another really i found this with my current male partner is this man is so good at giving oral like he's amazing what does he do that makes it so amazing okay for you i this is what like really gets me off is like a couple fingers Mm -hmm. in inside inside okay and then mouth on Mm -hmm. the plate what is his mouth doing? It's, I think it's, I'm making faces. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly tongue, uh-huh. like light, light sucking. Because too much sucking is. What's the pressure like? It varies. Mm. Like, but like, I kind of like, like a light pressure and then like lightly, like moving back and forth at the fingers. Mm-hmm. And then as it gets more intense, I'm really squirmy, especially with oral. Yeah. And like, he is so good at just like holding my hips down oh. and like not letting me and not letting me move away from him. And that feels good to you. And I love it. Cause oh, like, cool. that was a big problem when I yeah. was first having oral sex is like, it would get too intense and I would like wrench him away and like my, stop it. My clitoris is like that. Like she has to get warmed up mm-hmm. to have any sort of direct stimulation. Yeah. And like, he's so good about just like being like, nope, we're doing this. We're doing oh. this. And like, and he said to me multiple times, he's like, I could go down on you all day. Like I would. And like, I what love going down on you. a creature. He's wonderful. <sighs> he's so great. And like, so that'll be happening. And so I'll have like seven in a row. And what I've noticed with him is like, your face is I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably staring at you slack, John. No, I love it. It's great. Uh, 
is it'll be happening and like the orgasms will be different colors like i'll have my eyes closed i have that too it's so cool. i see patterns yeah. sometimes yeah. or like mm-hmm. places that aren't real places yes i completely understand yes. what you're saying yes. yes oh my god i've never met anyone else that has that yeah and like i remember once like it was the first time we had a text in a while and like I was like laying my back and it was just like bright white and it was like flickering and then it transitioned to like greens. Oh my God, and yes. Was, and I was just like, this is incredible. That's I feel like awesome. I'm like having this multi-sensory experience. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I love it. It's so good. And I didn't used to think that I liked oral because I couldn't oh my like gosh. really come from it. I think and I had a having, block for a long time. Yeah. I, and I think that's all it was. Yeah, just like having a good experience and having somebody mm-hmm. who knows what they're doing, like it just opened it up and I fucking love yeah. it now. Without the pressure of like, did I do my, did I check my box to get a long enough blowjob? That's what I feel like my oral was mm -hmm. before my master, before that, like. And like, this guy is so sweet. Like, I can't remember the last time I gave him a blowjob. Like, it's been a while. Do you like like, blowjobs or no? You don't eh, care? I will do. It's not, I don't like hate them and I don't Mm -hmm. love them. Mm -hmm. Like, I will do them. And sometimes I'm really in the mood to give a blowjob. And I just want it. Just moody around blowjobs. But like, I just, I haven't given him one in a while. He hasn't, like, we haven't had penetrative sex to the point of his completion in a while. Mm. But like, every time he's just like, he'll spend like an hour just going down on me. Like he is so great. He's such a giver. It's amazing. Like, Bro. Like I'm loving this. I feel guilty. Like, can I please like, can you come please? Like, can I help you? I've discovered by talking. So I've had a number of men who have shared stories with me, but are too shy to come on the sex podcast. And I'm finding out that there are lovely men out there who get turned on like their kink mm-hmm. kink air quotes. The thing that they love the most about sex is giving women orgasms oh. and pleasuring women. And they don't even care about coming Uh comparatively. Yeah. That's amazing. Like I I feel that because I have that with my partner, with my master. He loves to go down on me. He loves to do everything. And it's still almost two years in. I'm sort of just like, does not compute. You Mm -hmm. like this? All of the touches that I want, you want to give them to me? What? All of the fucking that I want. Like you literally will fuck me until I like can't anymore. Yeah. You won't resent me. It's amazing. Don't, if you do not come as well. That's amazing. It's wonderful. It's so great. Because then it's just about the experience and the yeah. like process uh-huh. and not the fucking end game. Yeah. It's so great. It's <laughs> so beautiful. You've shared so many lovely stories. I have one more question for you. Okay. If you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? I would probably pick like around 17 or 18, like when I first started having sex and be like, A, you like girls. Just mm-hmm. admit it to yourself. And B, don't accept not having orgasms. Like, Mm. be more communicative and, Mm. like, understand that there is not something wrong with you. Mm. You can achieve, like, climax. Yeah. And just, like, talk about that and be less, like, okay with not having one. Because, like, sometimes it won't happen, obviously. Like, right. Sometimes your body's just being weird, but it can still be enjoyable. And, like, that was a big thing when I was a kid. It was still not a kid, but, like, younger. Yeah. It was still enjoyable, but, like... I wish that I kind of gave myself, and I think it, I wish I had given myself permission Yes, to want that more. I think you've made an important distinction between giving yourself permission to not have an orgasm and not settling because you think, oh, I just don't know how yeah. to talk about it, how to do it, how to get there. I know that I was always afraid of making other people uncomfortable or mm-hmm. doing the wrong thing or whatever. So I love that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Susan, thank you so much for today, for sharing with us, for telling all of these like deeply personal moving stories. Thank You're you. You're <laughs> awesome. So much fun. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs>